Hey there, Avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. All right, today we're going to be talking about A Neon Darkness by Lauren Shippen. This is the second novel in the Bright Sessions series, and you don't have to have read... It's not required to have read the first Bright Sessions novel in order to understand what's going on in this novel. Uh, I say that as someone who did not read the first novel, despite my best intentions and infinite noise. But um, I have to say this novel itself, it, it kind of does stand on its own. You really do get to know these characters. Uh, it has been uh, talked about sort of as an X-Men in therapy kind of novel. I mean, just think Legion. Um... So, I did find that to be very interesting. I did like the concept of the novel. Um, I think it did hold together very nicely. I think that you really do get to know these characters and these world and the and the world. Uh, it basically does take place in real world California. Um, and it follows Rob. And Rob is an interesting character because he has the ability to impart his wit to impart his will on others. Um, and sometimes it happens unintentionally. So it really just ask the question, how do you stop wanting what you want? I mean, I think a lot of times we just go through think go through days and then we'll pass by a store and be like, ooh, I want that. Or like we just think, gosh, he's cute. Wish he'd kiss me, you know? Um, so wanting stuff is just something that's part of our nature. <laughs> it just kind of pops into our heads. Sometimes our desires, our wants, our needs. And for Rob, that's what his life is like, you know. He can do it intentionally. But most of the time, but half of the time, not most of the time, half the time it is intentional. Uh, especially when he meets the other unnaturals. That's what they call themselves. Indra, Nia, Neon, and Marley. Who all have different abilities uh, that are similar to his. Rob is not um, a bad guy. He's not a bad character. And I think, for me, this novel was incredibly frustrating to read. Because you really do pity Rob a lot of the time because he has no real connections. He really is alone in the world until he meets the other unnaturals because he never knows what's real. Um, he he just kind of goes through his life um, living it very carefree free, but very lonely because he never knows oh, this girl likes me, but does she really? Or do I just want her to like me because I want her? Does she just like me because I want her to like me? You know? So, he goes through his entire life, and he's 18. He's gone through his entire life just kind of second-guessing everyone's interactions with him until he meets the unnaturals. So, they do teach him some control. They do teach him how to recognize when he is using his power to some degree. Again, there are times where he'll be talking and he'll want to know more 
And again, it's a thing that just kind of pops into his head, like wanting to know more about them. Um, and then they just tell him and then they get mad at him for it. And it's like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I just wanted to know more. I didn't, I didn't control. I wasn't trying to control you. So you really do pity Rob because he's, he does try. He does try. Um, he does do some unforgivable things, that is true, but he does do the unforgivable things in order to protect his friends because there is someone after them. There is someone who is immune to his abilities, who is immune to all of their abilities, who wants to experiment on them. And, you know, Rob just wants to keep them safe. So he does cross a line. He does cross a line. And it is very sad when he crosses that line um that is literally a point of no return for him especially with his relationship with these characters i will say this again the reason this novel was frustrating was because as much as you feel for him you get where the other unnaturals are coming from when they berate him but uh, half the time you know God, i just wanted to yell at all of these characters to be perfectly honest with you because there's a lot of hypocrisy. Oh, it's okay if he uses his power to get them whatever the hell they want. Free groceries, a nice loft, blah, blah, blah. Um, but God forbid he accidentally uses his power on them. Because it does happen accidentally half the time. They just yell at him and berate him. And they're like, you're 18. You have to be responsible for your actions. And he's like, well, I don't know all the time when I'm doing it. And it's true. When you're reading the story, you are kind of caught up with him, um, in just his narrative and his thought process. Maybe it's an unreliable narrative. So you kind of are on his side a little bit more, but after a point, you're just like, they're not helping him. They're not helping him learn to control his power. They're like, no, you have to just figure it out. And it's just like, how is he supposed to figure it out? You know, like how? How is he really honestly supposed to figure it out? You just pity him. He is sympathetic. But you, you understand why they're yelling at him. You, under, you get it. So it's frustrating because you're on both sides of the argument. You understand both sides of the argument and both sides of the argument are both right and wrong at the same time. And you're just like, I don't know who I'm supposed to side with, but you know, when it comes to Neon and Marley and Indra, I feel like their relationship is just very toxic as well, especially when it comes to terms with Rob, I feel like it is a very toxic relationship. I feel like they're all kind of together. They're all kind of friends because, yeah, they all have these abilities. And together, they don't have to hide this part of themselves, you know. I'm not sure that that's a really good basis for forming your own family, considering the way that they all kind of treat each other and talk to each other. Uh, I don't especially with the way they treat Rob, I don't think that it's a very healthy relationship. I, th I found it to be very toxic. You know, I did not like the hypocrisy of their relationship and their dynamic as a whole. I thought, uh, 
you know, I'm like, y'all need to break, break up. Like every single one of you needs to break apart from the other one. That is, that is the best bet for you. So do that, please, for the love of God. <laughs> I just found them all to be kind of annoying but also relatable at the same time. And that's another reason why I was so frustrating. Cause like, I really don't like you, but I understand you and get you. So I kind of like you. It was, I was just torn in so many different directions when I was reading this novel. And that's what really killed me. That's what really annoyed the crap out of me. And that's what really made it frustrating because you're following Rob and you pity Rob. You empathize with him, you sympathize with him. And then the way that everyone just kind of just <clears throat> at times takes advantage of his power to use for their own benefit. And then they do that, but then they also just yell at him constantly for how he uses his power. And I'm just like, well, you're not like, I know I said this earlier, you're not helping him use his power learn to use it, control it. You just want him to figure it out himself. He's, he's 18. He's had his entire life to try to figure it out. He doesn't know. He tells you constantly, he doesn't know when he's using his power half the time. You need to help him instead of just yelling at him and berating him and just making him feel like shit. So you get, you understand them where they're coming from, but you also know, understand where Rob is coming from. That was just really frustrating. It was. It was just, oh gosh, it's, it's a really good concept. It was really well written. It's just these characters. I just want to smack half of them in the face <laughs> and be like, yo, stop being an ass to all of them, uh, to every single one of them. I want to say that. Um, so, you know, I have to give A Neon Darkness three out of five stars. It was, it was a good novel. Uh, I don't regret reading it. it. Just for me personally, I was not a fan of those character dynamics because they did seem really toxic. I felt like what would be beneficial for all these characters is if they never saw or spoke to each other ever again. Yeah, these are people that you can, you know, be yourself with, but you're not really good people, I guess. Um, some of them do want different things, like Indra and Neon, they are in a uh, relationship with one another, and Neon's all about being, you know, not really monogamous. She's bi, so she at times does sleep with Marley, and then Indra is just you know, a straight lesbian and she just wants to be with Neon. So I feel like Neon definitely doesn't deserve Indra. I definitely think Indra can do better. Um, and you know, Marley's a good guy and all, but maybe it's just Neon. I think Neon and Rob just need to go their separate ways and leave everyone else alone. Because Neon's like, oh yeah, I'm all powerful. I'm the boss here. She really does like to assert her authority on everyone. Everyone tends to just go towards her. 
um, for final, you know, decisions and stuff, but, uh, as cool as she is, I wasn't her biggest fan. Uh, I wasn't anyone. I don't know. It's just hard to really like these characters. As much as you can relate to them and understand them, it's hard to like them. Possibly because of that toxic relationship they all have with one another. I, I, to, to me, it seemed really toxic. Maybe it won't to you, but to me it did. I still think it was a good story overall. I don't regret reading it, like I said. Three out of five stars. It's a solid read. Is it a book I would purchase for myself? No. However, if you liked, uh, if you like the Legion TV show, if you like X-Men, this is definitely going to be something you're going to want to pick up because it is interesting for that aspect. So, A Neon Darkness by Lauren Shippen. Please remember to support the book if you're going to purchase the book by supporting your local bookseller um, and purchasing it from your local bookseller. If there is not a bookseller near you, please remember there are other things other than Amazon. You have booksamillion.com, you have bookshop.org, which does locate an indie bookstore in your neighborhood or the one closest to you to donate a percentage of all proceeds. You know, if you purchase the book, it'll donate to a bookstore in your neighborhood of your choice. That is not a chain. And there's also barnesandnoble.com that does ship everywhere across the country. Just like Books A Million, Barnes & Noble also does ship internationally. So please support your booksellers, support your local bookstores in any way that you can. If money's tight, the local library is always an option especially if you're on the fence like do I really want to buy this book you can also get this book on Scribd uh, the Scribd app is $8.99 a month I do know for a fact that this book is available as an audiobook there because that is how I listened to it myself you can also try the Libby app which is a library app it's free you just need a library card and you can get ebooks and audiobooks from there as well so, lots of other resources other than Amazon. Please support other businesses other than Amazon. Um, I say that as someone who does a lot of shopping on Amazon, I'm trying really, really hard to get away from that. You know, going to Home Depot for things, or Home Depot online, uh, going to my local herbalist, you know, the farmer's market grocery store <laughs> um, please support as much as you can other businesses other than Amazon because uh, they definitely need the support way more than Amazon does so this also includes your local bookstore and on that note I hope you all continue to support me by liking this podcast and sharing it with all your book loving friends have a great rest of your day everyone and as always happy reading